Welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show with Landon Witt. You're about to learn hyper-local market knowledge happening right now in the Oklahoma City real estate market. Landon is a genuine, self-made top realtor in Oklahoma City with millions of dollars in real estate closed every year and hundreds of satisfied clients. He's top-rated by sites like Zillow, Trulia, Realtor.com, and Homes.com. He's actually been there and done it. He's a successful investor, property manager, and residential broker who's worked with clients from all over the globe to help achieve their real estate goals. Whether you live right here in the city or across the country, welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Here is your host, Landon Witt, with this week's Daily Market Update. Welcome to episode nine. Today's episode is the hard money episode with special guest Alex Owens from Berry Rock Homes, who successfully bought 180 homes in the last year. Good stuff. He's going to be coming in via Skype today, so excuse the call quality, but the content is the most important part of that call. I want to announce that we have grown in size this last week. We just had our baby girl on Wednesday. She is an absolute gorgeous baby. Uh, we did a home birth. That was a actually a fantastic experience. We used a midwife here um, and didn't even have to go to the emergency room or the hospital or anything. Just kept the medical industry right out of it. Had the baby right there in the living room. Um, fantastic experience. Um, uh, my wife did an incredible job. Uh, it was really cool to see. Um, that was our second uh, birth with a midwife. So if you guys are thinking about uh, having a birth uh, in Oklahoma City, uh, you can do it. And in fact, the midwives, uh, because of the, the laxed laws in the state of Oklahoma on midwifery, um, they're actually really affordable. Um, we paid just under $3,000 for nine months of care and then the midwife being on standby for the birth experience. So uh, very affordable, uh, incredible experience. So want to toss that out there. Um, you'll probably be seeing pictures and more pictures on my Facebook and Instagram of the beautiful angel, Eliora. Eliora Abigail Witt is her name. She is a light in a ball of energy. All right, on to the market. Uh, license number 174290, Landon Witt, brokered by Metro First Realty. 14 days on the market average for the last clo the closings that closed in the last seven days. I had to kind of double check those figures because I thought that was odd. Nevertheless, the median time on market for 10 miles from the center of Oklahoma City is 14 days on market. Wow. Excellent job, sellers. Excellent job, listing agents and buyers agents. We're really heading in the right direction with our market. The last six months have been just ridiculously exciting. It's just been a different market around Oklahoma City. To get into those figures for the last seven days, um, we've been tracking a median of $93 per square foot list price. 
and $91 per square foot sold price. And for you math majors out there, that's a 1.5% decrease in selling price between the listing price and the selling price. So for our median home price, which is uh, $142 for the last seven days, uh, the selling price, the actual closing price, the negotiated closing price was 139 So for the average home, you're negotiating down about $2,500. Now, keep in mind that a lot of our homes, I don't want to say the majority, but pretty darn close to it, um, are doing seller concessions in the form of buyer seller-paid buyer closing cost. Um, that can be anywhere between $1,500 to $6,000. Somewhere in there is, is where we're seeing with the average being $2,500. Um, so if you do get an offer that's got buyer paid closing cost and and let me tell you I I've been in a situation like this as a seller myself where I received an offer that you know the buyer was asking for closing cost and it does make you upset for some reason you feel like why in the world would I have to pay their closing cost that's ridiculous but I challenge you to take a step back and understand the market the economy, the position that they're in, the relative rarity that Americans are actually saving cash, and that's not necessarily all their fault. If if you look at wage growth and you look at per hourly changes, they're 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 not happening. So for somebody to be able to save money is is actually really difficult in today's market. So to be able to help them out on their closing costs to enable them to then transfer from renting to buying is just part of the game. And you really need to view it as what is my final net number, and am I willing to accept that final net number? And really kind of separate the fact that those closing costs are being paid and just think of it more in terms of they're just negotiating a different price. And hey, in some cases, if your realtor believes that your property will appraise for higher than what you have it listed, you can actually raise that list price, kind of counter them back, raising that list price to cover those closing costs. And a lot of times the appraiser will go ahead and go with that if they believe that it, you know, there's comparable properties to support that price increase. So again, 1.5% decrease. Um, an exciting thing popped up this week. 1606 West Wilshire Boulevard went on the market at $412 a square foot. What? That's ridiculous. It's only 12,000 square foot home, six bed, six full baths, three half baths. What is that? Nine baths? Nine toilets? Man, you definitely... Um, you definitely got to watch the plumbing bill over there. In fact, actually, you got to watch the tax bill. $37,000 a year. $37,712 to be exact. Um, that one on the market at $5 million on the north side of town. That is something uh, well worth looking at. Uh, if you're into the 1928 mansions, and this is a mansion, at 12,000 square foot mansion for the folks looking for a six bedroom in Oklahoma City 
1606 West Wilshire Boulevard. That's by Kermit Brown. He's got that one listed. But you got to be pre-approved to see it. You have to send that pre-approval letter on in, and you can see the inside of the home. Get a good tour going there. I'm sure they'll actually pick you up with a limo and take you out there. All right, enough of that. Moving on to the houses of the week that I think you should look at. And the under 500 price range, I've got 140 Northwest 19th Street in Heritage Hills. Fantastic location for the urban dwellers. If you work downtown in one of our luxurious, lovely skyscrapers, uh, you can head home in about 10 minutes or less. Um, if there's no traffic, you're talking a couple minutes in your home. Uh, this property is listed for $420,000. It is a gorgeous historic home. Um, I think it's, what, 1920 was the, the construction date. Um, it's a four-bedroom, two-bath bungalow. It's on a corner lot, which I love. Um, what is that? Robinson? Robinson and 19th? Robinson's one of those roads that has the median in the middle of it with the trees and all that kind of stuff. It's a split road where you got one lane on one side, one on the other, and then you have the medians that break. And, and those roads always give neighborhoods just a flair and character, whether it's, you know, you got the tree thing going on, you can walk your dog up and down them. So anytime you see those roads that have the medians in the middle and the trees and they're well taken care of, that just really gives that area a lot more class and character. I'll put the link for that house, 140 Northwest 19th Street, down below. Trying to keep this show to a minimum because I want to get to the interview with Alex Owens. You're going to really love this content, especially if you're looking to qualify for a home loan, maybe not qualifying just yet, or maybe looking for some hard money cash to do a deal. Listen to what he's got to say. It's good stuff. In the under 200K market, or, or houses for sale... In the last seven days, something piqued my interest on the southwest side, um, 1113 Southwest 41st Street. It's a three-bed, one-bath, listed for $60,000. If you're in California or if you're in Detroit, or not really Detroit, you're probably... <laughs> You're probably used to $60,000 houses right now. Although Detroit does have some areas that are amazing with some amazing real estate. But maybe like more like Baltimore, Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, that area. A $60,000 house is really, really rare. Well, here in Oklahoma City, we've got them and we've got them by the dozens. This one was rented for $750 a month. $60,000 purchase price. Looks to be in good condition. It's one of those stone houses. It's got the stone on the outside. You might want to look at that one. 1113 Southwest 41st. Again, that's on the southwest side. All right. Moving off the market and onto the news. Again, we're keeping this short today because I want to jump to that interview, which went long. Carvana. Carvana, Carvana, Carvana. If you're in Oklahoma City, you've seen the billboards because they've been plastering them everywhere for the last year. Uh, really, year, year, yeah, right at a year. Um, they're planning on adding a new facility. Oh, and if you don't know what Carvana is, right, Carvana is 
where you purchase a car online and they deliver the car to you. They literally have a truck that has this car on the back and they unload it and you try out the car for 30 days. If you're not happy with it, you can send it back like a prime item on Amazon. Definitely uh, shaking up the car world. Well, they uh, actually picked Oklahoma City as their 30th market to test out or to to go to come into to to sell these cars and now they've really seen uh enough business here to where they're building a store here but check it out this is not a regular car store this is a car vending machine Uh, no i i'm actually serious it's a vending machine like a multi-story vending machine for cars it's what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight floors. It's a glass building with eight floors of cars just crammed in there. And you go there after you've purchased the car online, or you can use their little interface at the vending machine, and you put in what car you want, you click purchase, and the car spits out of the machine, and you drive off with the car. How crazy is that? It's just, I, I mean, I'm telling you, folks, I, I, it just, I wake up every day and I'm like, what the heck, Oklahoma City? Like, it's just, it just comes. Everything's crazy. Man, what an exciting city to be in. Indiana Avenue and Memorial Road at the corner there. This, this sucker is 5,000 square foot. What is it? Yeah, right at 5,500 5, square foot uh, vending, car vending machine. It does, you know, they boast 150-point inspection on all of its vehicles. Oh, no, it's not a 30-day trial, but it's a seven-day. So you better get your driving in pretty quick. Again, that's Memorial Road and Indiana Avenue, the intersection there. There was two or three buildings, I, I think. I think it was three buildings. They demolished those. They're getting the pad site ready, and they're going to build this um, vending machine. So interesting concept. Um you might want to check that area out just for just taking a picture on Instagram of this vending car machine. So, anywho, getting to the guest, Alex Owens from Berry Rock Homes. Listen to this interview. Good stuff. Again, this is coming in via Skype. I was trying my best to get the quality, but you know what? It is what it is. You're going to love the content, so bear with me. Here's the interview. Enjoy. Episode 9, Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Welcome you to the show today. I really appreciate uh, you coming on. Um, so for our listeners that may be new to the investment concepts, um, if you briefly could describe who you are, what you do, and tell us a little bit about what hard money lending is, how it can be beneficial in the investment game, and another program that you have is for maybe homeowners that don't qualify for a traditional uh, mortgage. You've got options to enable them to then get a home loan on their house. So, uh, Alex, introduce yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. First of all, uh, I'm excited to be here. Uh, my name is Alex Owens. I am the acquisition manager 
for a real estate investment company called Berry Rock Homes, uh, based here out of Oklahoma City. Uh, I actually just moved to Oklahoma City a little less than a year ago. Uh, met up with Landon. He actually helped me purchase my first house, which was a uh, investment property um, that I lived in one side and am renting out the other side. Um, so that's how I got connected with Landon. And then, uh, you know, I've been working, uh, at, like I said, as the acquisition manager for Barry Rock Homes for right at a year now. Um, so helped them purchase around 180 houses uh, in the last year. Uh, so it's been super, succe- super successful um, on our end. And, uh, you know, we have a, a kind of a unique program. Uh, we basically specialize in lease option uh, programs. So, um, you know, traditionally what the program was set up to do was to help people out who can't currently qualify for a mortgage or for uh, traditional financing. Um, so for one reason or another, whether it's, you know, you have too low of credit score, too high of debt to income ratio, uh, you don't have two years of tax returns at your current job. Um, anything that really keeps you from qualifying for a mortgage is kind of where we come in and, uh, and really provide value to our clients. So essentially what our program is, like I said, it's a lease with an option to purchase. So we'll actually buy the house on the client's behalf and then we'll lease it back to them until they can get qualified on their own at the bank. And then once they're able to actually get qualified for that mortgage, they execute that option to purchase. So it's really a short-term program to get them into the home um, that they really want to own and, and live in, in in the meantime. And then once they're able to get that credit score or debt-to-income ratio where it needs to be for them to be bankable, where they can actually qualify for a mortgage, like I said, they execute that option to purchase and, um, and buy it back from us. So that's how the uh, program originally got started. That's probably about 90% of what our business is, is helping just everyday home uh, homeowners and home buyers, you know, first-time home buyers or, or people who have uh, recent divorcees or, or someone who's got um, something that's keeping them from qualifying at the bank. You know, we're really geared towards those, those, uh, those homeowners. Um, but what we found recently is, is a lot of um, local investors have actually found that our program um, is quite unique and is very helpful for them to actually be able to get into a home um, to, to either do a fix and flip um, or some of them actually do a short-term rental while they're working on getting like a portfolio loan uh, to actually refinance their whole portfolio. So on the investor end, um, essentially it's, it's the same thing. So um, it's the same option to purchase as, as the residential, as the homeowner loan. Um, a lot of people do compare us to hard money. There are some differences that I can go into um, to kind of explain why it's different than hard money. Well, um, but first, first, before we get too far into that, so if you were listening and, you, and you're kind of putting this concept together, so this is a short-term home loan primarily for the purpose of somebody that maybe you found the perfect home, you've been searching with your realtor, and you maybe didn't quite qualify because there's maybe something on your credit that just needs to fall off or you've, you've got another year to wait before something happens, they will enable you to be able to buy that house, not lose that house that you've already picked out. You can move into that house and they will basically rent you that house for a short-term period until you're able to buy that house. So it's a really good option for someone that has already fallen in love with a home and really wants to be able to retain that home or like we're talking about now, uh, an investor that's got a short-term game where they need to hold a property maybe to fix it up and flip it 
or then uh, relay that into you know a 30-year note or something later. So, uh, but yeah, just to catch up on that. But yeah, continue on. Yeah, explain what the hard money lending is. Um, what what does that mean when we say hard money lending? Yeah, absolutely. So um, just kind of as a as a broad definition, uh, what hard money is is you know typically it's going to be either like a private lender or, or even an institutionalized lender um, who's basically in the game of, of lending short-term money at higher interest rates than a bank. So um, they're going to take into consideration different factors than a traditional bank would. So a bank's going to look at credit score. They're going to look at debt-to-income ratio. Um, they're going to look at all these uh, economic factors to kind of qualify the borrower, whereas a hard money lender is going to more um, look at what the actual deal is. So the hard money lender is going to work with investors. This isn't going to be someone um, that you're going to use to actually purchase a home that you're living in, um, typically. Um, so what a hard money lender is going to do is, is like I said, they're going to, they're going to loan you um, based on the deal anywhere from, I mean, it's all over the board, but typically anywhere from about 70 to even up to 90% of purchase price plus renovation costs. So typically hard money is going to be used for a property that's a little bit distressed, um, that, that, that needs some work. Um, and then, like I said, they're going to take into consideration the deal more than they are the people. Um, so, so, you know, ideally what you want to do with hard money is, you know, you can go into even like real estate auctions, foreclosure auctions, you can use a hard money line of credit you can go in, purchase these properties basically with essentially cash, um, and then go in. Uh, they finance, you know, like I said, seventy to ninety percent of, of acquisition plus renovation. So you're only having to put a small amount down, um, and then the goal is to either sell it as a fix and flip, and then you pay off your hard money lender and you you retain the profit, or what you can do is once it's uh, actually been renovated, you can go to a traditional lender and refinance that property into the long-term, the 30-year fixed, uh, you know, lower interest rate note. So it's really a great opportunity for people who maybe aren't able to get renovation loans or don't want to put 20% down at a bank or maybe are looking at properties that are a little more distressed than what a bank is going to be able to, uh, to actually finance. It's a way for them to purchase these houses, get a little bit of money for the renovations as well, and then you know you have your end game of either selling it to an in buyer, or just refinancing it at a traditional bank. Wow, Alex, you know that's 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 a really cool feature because a, a lot of the good deals that are on the market are are sellers that are in a pinch and need to close quickly or or need some situation where they don't want an appraiser peeking through every corner of the house. So I think having this option, right, this hard money option. Uh, essentially, like you said, it's kind of like a cash option, and that's really the way it needs to be pitched to the seller. Um, right. And there are situations where, um, you know, if you can close in two weeks, you know, you've got it. And I think some of these hard money lenders can close in two weeks. So, But your program is a little bit different than what a traditional hard money lender is. Could you explain a little bit about how your, your program is different? Yeah, absolutely. So um, like I mentioned, on, the, on a traditional hard money loan, um, it, it, it is an actual mortgage or an actual um, note against the property. So, you know, you're going to be and out, you know, and, and these terms are, are, you know, all over the board again. So it can be an interest only note where you're only paying interest each month. It could be on a 30 year fixed um, amortization with, you know, like a balloon payment in a few years where you basically have to pay off that loan within two, one to two years. 
Um, so there's all sorts of different terms, but the bottom line is it's an actual mortgage, it's an actual note on the property. Um, where our program comes in that's a little bit different, um, if you'll remember I explained at the beginning of the show, our program is a straight lease with an option to purchase, right? So essentially what we do, again, is we'll buy that house for you. And so instead of us putting a, a mortgage on the property, uh, we will actually have a, you know, a mortgage on our back end. Um, but instead of you being on a note, you're basically just leasing that property and then have the free will, the right to go renovate it or fix it up. Um, and then we give you the option to purchase or in the fix and flip case, the option to sell that property. Um, so what's great about our program is, and this is, you know, investor or homeowner, it only requires 7% down of the purchase price. So like a hundred thousand wow. house, you would put $7,000 down and we would actually uh, fund the rest of that purchase there. So it, it is a great option. It's, it's, you know, in theory, 93% financing of the purchase price. Um, so that's a great option for people to get into a home with only 7% down instead of having to put the full 20% down you would at a traditional bank. You can get into the home with 7% down with us um, and then come out with the renovation budget and then you have the right to either sell um, or purchase the property. So again, just like a hard money lender, you can either sell it to an end buyer, you take the spread um, you know, based on what we purchase it for as opposed to what you sell it for, or you have the option to refinance at a traditional lender um, just, just like normal. And keep it uh, yourself. But, but now you're, they're coming up, they're generating the, re, the uh, rehab funds here in, this, in that particular scenario, right? You guys right. aren't funding the rehab. You're just funding the, the acquisition of the property, and then it's up to the, the, the buyer to then fund the renovation pro, you know, project. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll do ninety, basically ninety-three percent of acquisition. So you only have to come up with seven percent of acquisition, and then you would have to fund the uh, the renovation budget. And you have, I mean, you have several different options that we could go into. Well, can you go into just one maybe popular option? Let's go, just go through one quick scenario here of what that looks like for somebody that let's say wants to purchase a, a home. What, I mean, what's, what has there been a situation you've seen go through recently that just is, you know, can kind of shed some light on how this works? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so quick example, I guess the best one I could think of the most recent one we've had um, is actually a guy out of Tulsa who is a, a fix and flipper um, who basically kind of maxed out his, uh, his residential loans that he could get at a, at a traditional residential bank. So what he was doing, um, since he couldn't get bank financing on these, I mean, he could have ended up going to the commercial side of the bank. He just wasn't quite ready to make that leap. Um, so what he was doing was basically just wholesaling these properties because he didn't think that there was any way for him to actually get into these properties. Um, so I met with him and kind of explained the program to him. And he thought it was a fantastic avenue where he could basically, you know, kind of cherry pick some of these wholesale deals that he was doing um, into actually fixing and flipping them himself. Um, so just a quick example, we purchased the house for him, uh, I believe it was $150,000 house um, in uh, Broken Arrow. So if you think about a $150,000 house at a traditional bank, you're looking at putting 20% down. So you're going to have to come out of pocket $30,000 just for um, the down acquisition. Payment. Yep, yep. And then you're going to have to come out 
you know, and this is a traditional loan. This isn't necessarily a hard money or uh, any sort of renovation loan. This is just comparing it to a traditional loan. So you're coming out $30,000 just for the uh, down payment, your 20%, and then you're going to have to come out of pocket for the renovation as well. Um, so for our program, $150,000, you only put 7% down. So you're only coming out of pocket $10,000. you are doing the renovation budget. So it basically Hang on, your mic, your mic was messing up there. You're only coming out of pocket how much? Yeah, so the 7%, you're only going to come out of pocket $10,500. You're going to put that down with us. Um, and then, so that saved you right there about $20,000 compared to going to a conventional lender. And this particular property only needed 15000 in rehab. Wow. So he, so he was able to use our program, and the money he saved on the down payment was enough for his renovation budget compared to if he went to a traditional uh, residential loan. And then another note that this is a little bit more in depth that, that I'll kind of go into, though, is since it is a fix and flip um, uh, strategy, it's a short term strategy. You want to get in and get out. Debt reduction is not a huge factor here. So a lot of people, if, if you're going to go do rental properties or, or, you know, cash producing properties, a big factor in your, your net income or your, your even your cash flow, if you want to consider it, is going to be your debt reduction each month. The difference on the fix and flip is that your game is so short that the debt reduction is almost void because you want to be in and out theoretically within six months. So that's why our program is a great option is mm. because you're not getting debt reduction on it, but it really doesn't matter if you're only using it in the short term. Wow. Wow. That's excellent. So what So what does it end up showing up on someone's credit score? I mean, does it? Does anything show up? I mean, how, how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So a great thing about... Uh, I can't remember if it was, I think it was after Dodd-Frank, but they've actually um, recently allowed landlords to report to the, all three credit bureaus. So on our payment system, we use an online payment system uh, called RentTrack, where you actually just make, you know, you can do automated payments or you can go in and do manual payments each month. And each month that you make a payment is actually going to report to all three credit bureaus. So it's going to act like a mortgage in that sense, where you're actually going to get credit for, uh, for making these payments, it's going to boost your score. We see anywhere from about um, 60 to 80 point boost just using our program wow. within the first 12 months. So um, that's, that's great for investors, obviously, but it's even better for, for the homeowners that are, that are short on their credit that are looking to qualify at the bank down the road. Well, Alex, I know you're a busy man, and you definitely are a man that's going to be up and coming. I mean, you can just hear it. You really got, you're really in it. Uh, that's awesome to hear. Um, for those that are looking at hard money, man, what do you? I mean, give me three things that they need to either avoid or look for. I mean, how do I, How do they evaluate that it's a good deal to take? That it works? I mean, is it just that okay, the numbers look good, we're good? Or are there some pitfalls that maybe people need to know about to avoid? as they're going into this hard money game. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's a lot of, um, yeah, in Oklahoma, it's a little different. There's not a whole lot of hard money lenders out there, but across the country, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of national people that'll lend in Oklahoma. Um, so there are a lot of things you got to look out for. Obviously, your term structure is going to be very, very important. So hard money lenders charge typically what's called points. So it's basically an origination fee, if you're familiar with loans. Um, it, this could be anywhere from about two to six points. So imagine a hard money lender is lending you $100,000. If they're charging you six points, that means up front, before anything happens, you're paying them $6,000 just to use their money. Um, so, so points is going to be a big thing to look for. 
obviously interest rate i mean interest rates are common anywhere from nine to even 15 percent on hard money it's going to be high interest um so a pitfall i would look out for is if you're planning on using hard money it's obviously more expensive than what a mortgage is so you have to make sure you calculate these 10 to 12 percent interest rates on whatever amortization schedule that they're that they have with your loan with your points included so you basically have to factor in the cost of your money um, a lot of people I'll see, um, you know, run their numbers based on a 30-year fixed 4%, 10 uh, 4% interest rate, 10% down loan. You know, like, hey, th these numbers really work on this fix and flip. But then when you go back in and you add six points on an origination fee for hard money, um, and you add 10 to 12% interest, your holding costs get so high each month that it really, really puts pressure on your on your timeline to get this project done quickly or else those holding costs will eat you alive. I mean, you could be looking at anywhere from two to $3,000 a month just in holding costs if you're using hard money. So that's definitely a pitfall I would look out for. Um, one advantage that's also good in using hard money is, is like I said at the beginning, hard money lenders are looking more at the deal than they are the person. So there's a little, and you should never fall back on this, but it is something to keep in the back of your mind that they're going to analyze the deal on their end as well. So they are, you know, investors, investor friendly. They look at deals like this all the time. They turn down deals all the time. So if you go to them, you really know your numbers, you have it down pat and they and they are on board with you. You have a little bit of level of confidence that hey, these guys have looked at the numbers as well and um, they think it's a good deal. So that's kind of a, a, an advantage. Um, the biggest disadvantage or, or, or pitfall that I would see is people not factoring in the fact that your project's going to go longer than you expect and those holding costs are really going to start to add up. That's it. And, and the exit strategy, too. I think a lot of folks get in during summertime when you know people are trying to move and trying to get rid of houses, not realizing that, man, six months later, you're going to be ready with your project, but it's going to be the middle of winter, you know, and it's going to be ice cold outside and you're going to be trying to sell this summer home in the dead of winter. So I think there's, there's an important concept there to that turnaround time, um, that, that you're talking about. We just kind of have to keep the whole deal in perspective. Um, you know, that's exciting though, to, to bring to the market, uh, something like this where folks that are, that are looking at getting into the investment game are just looking to, get out of renting and get into a nice house and maybe they're not ready to to get a mortgage but for a year you know so that's really great stuff um alex man share your contact information i mean how does somebody get a hold of you hey man i mean you've got a wealth of knowledge too there might be some folks that just want to ask you some questions man and, and start a dialogue how can they get uh connected with you yeah absolutely um so i mean i'm all over the place i'm i'm busy I'm young, so I got time, you know, so I definitely love to interact with people. I meet with people, I mean, just about every week and just, I mean, I wouldn't call it mentoring. I call it brainstorming, you know, just getting with, with people and sharing ideas of, of different ways of doing things. I really love it. I learn a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm at most of the, the, the RIA meetups um, here in Oklahoma City. I like to go to those, network. Um, and then, you know, my work email is going to just be A. Owens. It's my first initial last name. It's A-O-W-E-N-S. And that's at BarryRockHomes.com. It's B-E-R-R-Y-R-O-C-K-H-O-M-E-S.com. 
And then you can also check out our website, uh, berryrockhomes.com. We've got a bunch of information on there, um, applications, uh, payment calculators, all sorts of good stuff there. Um, and then personally, I'm all, I'm all over bigger pockets as well. So I really like, uh, I really like bigger pockets, especially for people who are, who are just trying to get started in the game, um, who are looking to, to get a wealth of information. It's, it's an absolutely incredible resource. Um, I actually had uh, Brandon Turner from Bigger Pockets come talk to uh, my real estate club at the University of Oklahoma last year. Um, wow. and, yeah, and people really love that. So I'm looking to do some more, uh, some more events and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, just, just any way you can reach out to me. I'll even give you my cell phone number um, out of state. So the area code is 469-323-3831. Call me, text me, whatever you want. Uh, I'm always down to talk real estate. Um, you know, it's my passion. So, so definitely feel free to hit me up. I know the scene, the real estate scene in Oklahoma city is just explosive. I mean, I just, I feel like it's almost like uh, a cool kids club, you know, it's like back in the day, I guess, real estate investing was such a boring thing. You know, these old folks sat around in the corner of the, you know, by the fire and discussed, you know, down the road what real estate would be and now it's turned into this digital you know 4k video you know 360 videos that we're shooting and all this stuff and really exciting you know and and the internet and we can communicate with people around the world i mean so really need to track this so um i I definitely need to get to some more of those meetups i mean i i you know i mean we've got uh, the new baby on the way and stuff i've been trying to plug away but uh it's really cool to see what you guys are getting involved in. So we'll definitely keep up with you, man. I really so appreciate you. Can, yep. can I add a few points to that real quick? Sure. Yeah, so Landon just mentioned, uh, you know, and I've definitely noticed, I've only been out here a year, but I've definitely noticed in the last six months the Oklahoma real estate market has gotten really, really hot. So I've got a, I've got a, you know, a positive and a negative to it. Um, the, the positive that I'll add um, is, is there's a lot of people doing deals. And so it gives you, you, you basically have to find a niche, a way to separate yourself from the herd. Um, so a lot of people are doing things like direct mail or, um, you know, postcards, stuff like that. So like you're saying in this new age, and especially kids that are like my age that understands Facebook and, and Instagram ads and stuff like that, you can really find a, a, a way to separate yourself from, like you said, the good old boy club that's that's been doing this for 30 years that are still at the foreclosure auctions or still sending direct mail. Um, so I've really, I've really delved into that and tried to find a, a, a unique path to, to go find deals um, that a lot of people aren't doing. Um, one thing I did a couple weekends ago, I was out at four o'clock in the morning on a Saturday um, doing door hangers, just putting out door hangers because it's a little more high touch than just a piece of direct mail. It's also going to be more cost efficient. So I'm always looking for avenues like that, Facebook ads, anything that'll separate yourself from the people that have been doing this for a long time. Um, so that's the good news is you have opportunity. Um, the one thing I will caution though is, is you know, as you start to see more and more people jump in this real estate game, I've started to see more and more bad deals getting bought. So you have to make sure that you don't get in a, you know, a deal frenzy where you're, where you're, you're hungry for a deal and you, and you outbid, you overpay for a property. So you always have to go in and you have to know what number makes sense for you and you can't go over that number. So even if you've got three other investors on the other side that are bidding each other up and you're like, hey, these guys are seasoned, they must know what they're doing. I need to be, I need to be at their price level. You need to make sure you know what numbers make sense to you so that you don't get burned on a deal just because there's, you know, 
a bunch of people competing. So let me let me share. I want to share. I want to touch on that before we close here. That uh, okay. So last year, and this is the story that really I think encompasses this whole emotional investing buying you know when when it becomes a hobby for you and you start to like you said you kind of you you feel like the other people are, are are you know maybe they they're dressed you know they look like they're wealthy and they look like they know what they're doing and they're bidding against you so you 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 know it must be a really good deal so you got to beat him um, so we did a deal last year where they went for sale by owner okay they they had bought this house it was it was First time they did a bunch of flips and more, they decided to move up to Northwest Oklahoma City and try their hand at a flip on 30th and near May. And they ended up really getting underwater on this one. They came to me uh, to basically uh, list their home and at list price, okay, list price, which in our market, a lot of times you don't get list price right when you get on the market. Um, they were losing thirty thousand yeah. dollars, okay, and and that was the reality. And they were losing about eleven hundred dollars every thirty days that we were going to stay on the market after that. So we ended up uh, pulling off an amazing sale there. We our team actually sold it in two weeks. But let me tell you, when this this couple right who was in the retirement phase, you know, was going to closing losing $30,000 of their hard-earned, you know, money that they had that they had acquired through these flips. And it was it was really shocking and humbling for them. Um so I always keep the bumpers, you know, up, you know, in this game, you know, don't get too carried away emotionally um because realize at the end of the day you you're it's it's you and the market that you're facing. So keep your eyes open. Don't don't ro- don't over-romance it because <laughs> the numbers are real and they can get out of control pretty quickly. Yeah, absolutely. So. I mean, at the end of the day, you're not competing against, you know, me or Landon or any of the other real estate investors in the market. You're not competing against anyone but yourself. So you need to make sure you have your numbers down pat. You have your number that makes sense. And if it goes above and beyond your number, just understand there's more deals out there. Don't don't ever chase a deal. And there's plenty of other investors that go out of business every day on that next deal. So when you see somebody outbid you, it, it might just mean that they're going out of business. So, I mean, just let it go. Let it slide. Um, and also, I, I think something that's also important, too, is paying attention to that exit. Yeah. How many houses are on the market in that in that neighborhood? Don't forget, you know, how many how many deals are already being done in that area, you know? Like is it is there room? Is there space for that five bedroom, you know, or that four bedroom, you know, anytime you get outside that metric. So we could chat about this all day. Alex, I know you gotta get going. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I wanna have you again sometime. You're a yeah. wealth of knowledge. I love it. I dig it, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me. All right, thanks, brother. All right. And that concludes episode nine of the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. If you've got any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email me at landon at okcreal.com. You can also log on okcrealestateshow.com. There's a comment box at the bottom underneath the player that you can put your comments in. I really appreciate those feedback. They make 
my life so much easier and they make your life easier because I respond to those comments, man. When you guys are asking for me to add stuff on the show or take stuff away, uh, that's stuff that's good feedback and, and I definitely respond to that. This is your show about your city, about this modern movement in Oklahoma City real estate here. We're just tracking it every day, man. It is just crazy exciting. Uh, I couldn't be happier to be in a place like this at this time. So good stuff. And uh, I, I think a lot of other people feel that way too. So uh, good stuff. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe, 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 click that subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, man, leave a comment. Those comments are valuable. All right. Talk to you guys later.